You are listening to music in the stream marketing. The perfect podcast for learning about the industry, social media advice, and much, much more. My name is Mad Lewan, and I'm an artist manager in journalism. I'm also a fan of chicken nuggets. I sit down with influencers and musicians to talk about their careers and how they achieve success. If you love this episode, share with your friends or leave a review on iTunes. Whether you're in the car, walking the door, or just chilling at home, I hope you enjoy the show. So, first of all, thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate it a lot. No, thank you for having me. I uh, really appreciate you offering the invite for me to come out and speak about music and、Definitely. the music industry. Definitely. So, you're a fellow team member at EDM.com.、Um, how did you first get into the music industry?、Uh, well, it's been quite the journey for me, I have to say.、Uh, it kind of all started. My first music job was I was an intern at Theory XPR.、Yeah. Uh, it was a virtual internship、uh, for a little boutique. Public relations agency. They worked with some artists.、Uh, they actually helped Tritonal come up when、oh, they were、wow. back in their trance days. They worked with Gareth Emery, Raneem, Andy Moore, artists such like that.、Um, and they kind of helped me understand some media outreach, how to social media manage, along with some brand management.、Uh, and then from there, I kind of went to doing some promotions for the local clubs where I went to college in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, at the amphitheater, rest in peace, that club, because it、yeah. sadly caught on fire.、Um, and then I did some promotions at the Ritz Ebor, great venue.、Um, if you're ever in town over there, you should check it out.、Definitely. And then I kind of did some artist management with a couple of artists, along with doing some work with publications such as writing and blog posts. And then now my recent gig, is, thanks to Ethan. Uh, I'm now a record label intern for Artist Intelligent Agency,、mm-hmm. along with a web content writer for EDM.com. So basically, kind of trying out everything and seeing what fits me the best. And、mm-hmm. I was always that type of person that kind of wanted to see where my heart would lie and what fit best for me.、Definitely. And I kind of found that writing was definitely where my heart you know, molded the most. That's great、um, that you have a passion for it. Yeah, Ethan's a pretty good guy. I had him on the show a couple of weeks back when I was actually in New York. We met up.、Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. So, being a writer at a large publication is obviously incredibly beneficial towards your career. Like, if you wish to progress further in the music industry, what would you say has been the most memorable opportunity that you've gained at ADM.com? So, shows, events, meeting artists, whatever. I think the most memorable moment so far with being at ADM.com is the opportunity to land an interview with Slushy.、Yeah, uh, just、yeah. because right now, Uh, I really fully believe in the vision that his team and he has,、uh, you know, all of the types of different sounds he creates.、Mm. And、um, I mean, he just recently、uh, he was playing the main stage at Tomorrowland, he played、yeah. the main stage at EDC Las Vegas. So I think it's any time when you land that really big 
interview with any artist, it's kind of like, wow, I think I'm finally getting somewhere. Yeah. And so uh, just being able to connect with his tour manager, we were backstage at 45 East, the club in Portland, Oregon, just eating veggie chips, hanging out. And it kind of <laughs> just felt like we were kids again. Yeah. And just like right before, you know, the, the stage manager knocks on the door and it, I felt like we were hanging out in like a basement and like mm. the stage manager was kind of like his mom saying, you know, turn down the video games, come on, play on, you know, and we were yeah. just having a great time connecting uh, outside of the music, you know, and I think that'd be the most rewarding. I made some really good connections that night, and uh, so far, uh, I'd have to say that'd be the best one. Um, and kind of going to Global Dance Music Festival, covering that in Denver, Colorado, and seeing the Denver scene. So mm. I think those two would be the highlights of uh, working with EDM.com. Definitely. Like, did you always want to be a journalist or working in the media industry growing up, or was it something that happened naturally, would you say? You know, it's kind of funny because writing's always been a passion. Mm. Um, funny, funny story in college. I had a beginning reporting class, and uh, he was one of the toughest. I got stuck with the toughest professor on campus, and if you had five or more grammar mistakes, he would dock you a whole letter grade. Wow. So it was very intimidating. But I feel like, and I actually ended that class with a 98 A plus. Mm. So I feel like because of that, that really helped me, you know, learn the logistics of journalism yeah. and made me kind of fall in love with it a lot more. And um, writing has always been my strong suit. I graduated with a degree in mass communications. I was never a math genius at all. I stayed away from numbers, but definitely focused on letters. Mm. So. Um, I think definitely I saw a career path in journalism and I put one and one together with the music and I thought it would be a good fit and so far it has been. Definitely, that's absolutely great. Um, as you know, I mean, as I've even said in the start of this episode, like we're both at EDM.com and like blogs don't necessarily drive as much traffic to a song as they did say five years ago. Like, back then, they were in their absolute prime. How important do you think they are right now within the music industry? I think blogs definitely are still as important as they were back in the day. But I think um, for different reasons. Mm. Like, you know, a lot thanks to technology and social media, you know, the having someone pay attention and stay on a screen for so long isn't as, you know, easily doable as Mm. it was back in the day. So I think it's important that we keep reading alive and these blogs definitely stay, you know, uh, on top of their game. However, I think it's also important to adapt to the newer generation reading styles. So, you know, Back in a couple years ago, writing long song reviews or track reviews was definitely kind of the angle that these journalists should take, but you kind of have to follow what is, you know, how is going to affect the new generation of readers. So like kind of BuzzFeed style, you know, Mm. kind of lowering, not dumbering, not, you know, not taking it down a notch on the writing, but kind of, you know, not writing as much and kind of, you know, using more pictures and videos, but also weaving in the words along with that too so i think it's definitely so important i just think um how you um 
really use it to your advantage and kind of how you build on it. So not really kind of staying to that traditional pyramid style, but kind of really growing and evolving to adapt to all the other generations to come. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, because, you know, like, nowadays, you know, obviously those festival reviews are still really nice, but you can definitely see the change when you're reading a post on, wow, I definitely don't see as many words. Mm-hmm. But if you can still convey that message at the end of the day, then I think it's still, you know, really good to do so. 100%. So, right now, let's give a piece of practical advice for all the producers out there listening to this episode. If they want to submit their music to EDM.com, for example... What would you say are some good practices for sending demos? I think some best practices to send me demos or anyone else is definitely stay original mm. and be creative with your pitch. Well, that will go a long way. Uh, me personally, if I'm re- you know, I get, you know, several emails a day and uh, I have several different other jobs so keeping up to date with my email is something that I do all the time and if I'm reading an email I I take the time and I read you know the full thing but if I start to feel that it kind of was just one of those copy and paste pitches that Mm. you're sending to every other you know writer or blogger I know a lot of other PR companies which do that and I'm just not a fan of it personally yeah, you know, it just kind of seems like you already think because who you are and the company that you work with, and you can just copy and paste, that's already going to land it to you. Mm. But in my eyes, I feel like, you know what, you got to work for that. You know, you got to put at least a little drive and say, hey, how can I make this different and oh, yeah. make this writer feel special? Because at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to have the same, you know, pitch going out to the same people. And because we're all in the music industry, we mm. all talk and we all share, you know, thoughts and everything. And you don't want to, sometimes it can kind of hurt someone when you, when you're like, Oh, I got this personal email. And then someone pulls out their phone, like, Oh, well, just let you know, it's kind of like one of those email threads that go around. They just insert yeah. a different name. So I just really say, you know, um, be creative with the pitch. And then also if, we take the time to write an article or whether it's a track review or a tour announcement. I think having the artist share it or even the management team sharing it goes a very long way too, because we work, you know, hard on these. I know for me, it's always quality over quantity and every article that I type, I definitely put a lot of time, effort and passion and love in them. Mm. So I, I love the kind of the same amount of, you know, having it and someone of the, that team sharing it out. It means a lot to me and that definitely goes a long way. So then you create that your relationship because yeah. you talk about it. And then at the end of the day, it's all creating that relationship, building those everlasting relationships to help you in the future. So those are my, that's kind of my advice on that topic and question. Definitely. Um, yeah, like when I was with Ethan, Ethan back in New York, we were talking about like, if they can't be bothered to spend five or ten minutes on the pitch and actually making it personalized to you and whatever, then why should we spend 30, 40 minutes writing an article? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I know, it's just too, it's just too repetitive. Mm. And I feel like you don't want that same repetitive pitch out there. Oh, yeah. We, like you said, we spend 30, 40 minutes, you know, finding the perfect press photo, making sure everything is in it is to their liking. So mm-hmm. if they can take that, if we can take the time out, then they can take the time out as well. There you go. Um, so as I promised, uh, like with every single interview, uh, this would be pretty short. 
So, last question. If the world was to end tomorrow, what would you like future generations to remember you by? Oh, such a good question. I get I get a little chills from this, but <laughs> I think um, if the world were to end, I would really want future generations to remember me by as someone who was always very kind and humble with yeah. every opportunity that came my way. I never forget anyone that's helped me along this journey. I think you can vouch for me when I say the music industry is definitely the toughest industry out of anything else out there. It's very cutthroat, emotional, and oh, yeah. long, a lot of long hours. Mm. So I think I just want people to remember me that I appreciate every opportunity that I get and that uh, being kind goes a long way in this type of industry. And yeah. that if as long as you're truthful and transparent, like I've always been, never give up on your dreams and they can all come together and never forget you know, friends, family, significant others, anyone that's really helped you along the way um, because those people are always going to stand by you and be your number one fans. So always just be kind, stay mm-hmm. humble, be respectful and stay transparent. And that's what I want totally. everyone to remember me by as. And I hope that can affect later down the road a generation to see that there's still a couple people out there like me and you mm. uh, and it's making a difference in the world totally mad yeah integrity is really really important so is honesty and pretty much everything else you mentioned um so thank you so much for coming on i appreciate it no thank you so much for having me it's been a blast to all the fans of the music industry marketing podcast thank you so much for listening i really appreciate it so much because of you guys it's been growing more and more every single day if this episode brought you some value or it helped out your career pass it on to a friend that could use the knowledge i've already received tons of messages of how this podcast is helping you guys out within your music career even if you just share it with one person i thank you from the bottom of my heart Leave an honest review of the podcast on iTunes or message me on Facebook with your thoughts. Or if you want to go old school, email is totally fine. All my contact info is in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day.